Hey friends, thanks for checking out this video. So question for you. Have you, do you have any favorite Christmas songs that you like to sing or listen to this time of year? Anything? A any favorite Christmas tunes? I've got several. Um, and, and you know, Christmas songs remind me of Christmases in the past. You know, I think about college when I just loved going home, traveling a thousand miles to be back with my family. So I think about that. And I also think about as a, as a kid hearing Christmas songs and not knowing what they were talking about. I don't know if you ever have this experience, but you're like, you're singing, you're like, the first Noel. I remember this kid being like, what are we talking about? I know Noel. She goes to my school. Why are we singing a song to her? Or Silent Night, there's a song, Round Yon Virgin. You're like, Round Yon Virgin. What? Are we? I, I had no idea what we were talking about. Are we were talking about Mary because she's pregnant, she's round. You know, is this a drinking song? Like, another round of the virgins. Come on, like, what? What are we? What are we talking about? Or in Excelsis Deo, right? In Excelsis Deo, like well, it's not even English. How am I supposed to know what that song means? Yes, there are some Christmas songs that we love singing, and we totally don't understand what the song's talking about. And then there are other songs that are very clear what they're talking about. I I love that you know the the, the song Oh Holy Night for that reason. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining, and it says, And chains he shall break, for the slave is our brother. Yeah, that, that, that song was written in the, the mid-19th century when slavery was a really big deal here in the United States. And, and so this song reminded people that in Christ, there is no slave. There is no slave or free, no Jew or Greek, no male or female, but everybody's one in Christ, that through Christ and his sacrifice on the cross, that, you know, Ephesians 2 says that the dividing wall of hostility that oftentimes divides people has been broken down because in Christ we can learn to forgive and treat other people the way we would want to be treated. And this song is a reminder not only of, you know, how people have been set free from slavery in past societies, but it's a, it's a reminder to us that Christ wants to set us free. Yes, us free from the things that enslave us. So the question I have for you today is, what's enslaving you today? What do you need to be set free from? And Jesus is very clear that all of us have something that's enslaving us. Jesus made that clear in John chapter 8 when he says this, Anybody who sins is a slave to sin. Anyone who sins is a slave to sin. And then two verses later, John eight thirty six, he says, And indeed, if Christ has set you free, you're free. He says, you're free if Christ has set you free. Now, the question I have, I oftentimes kind of have for myself is then, Sean, if, if, if Christ sets you free, why are you still a slave to various things? Because I'll admit, like I look at my life and I'm like, there are things that master me. There are things that, that lead me to do things or don't do things that I'm like, I feel like I'm not in control all the time. Have you ever felt that way? You're not in control all the time of all the decisions that you make. Second Peter 2.19 puts it this way, that a man is a slave to whatever has mastered him. So let me put it this way. What is mastering you today? Is there any negative thought patterns of guilt, of shame, of bitterness? And you're like, why am I so bitter? Why do I still hurt? I don't want to hurt any longer, but I, I just can't... I can't stop it. I don't know. It's like I should be over this. I should be over that divorce. I should be over that 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 getting fired or whatever it is, but I'm still hurt. Or or maybe you're jealous. Like, why am I jealous? I don't want to be jealous, but you, you are. 
or you're addicted to something, you're addicted to the approval of other people, and so you're always comparing yourself to other people, you're always wondering, I wonder what they're thinking about me right now, or you're maybe you're addicted to money and you're greedy, and so you just work and work and work and work and work in order to make more money, in order to get the bigger house, in order to get the better car, and you're like, why? Like, this is not making me happy, but I just feel like I have to. Or you're maybe addicted to some to some vice, some alcohol or drugs or, or pornography, lust, gambling. You're just like, I, I want to stop, but I, I can't. You know, the Bible is clear that we're all we're all a slave to something, but Christ can set us free. Christ can set us free. And now, if you're wondering, you're like, yeah, but I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of Jesus, so why am I still struggling with this? Am I not a if am I not a Christian? Has Christ not set me free? Well, the Apostle Paul. He admitted that he continued to struggle with this slavery to sin even after he became a Christian. In Romans chapter 7, verse 21 and following, he says, So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me says, yeah, in my mind, like, I don't want to do this thing. I tell myself, you don't need to do these things anymore. This isn't good for you. And yet he's still doing it. Ah, he says this, verse 24, what a wretched man I am. What a wretched man I am. This is not the way that it should be. He says, I don't want to do it anymore. But I continue finding myself doing that and thinking that way. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Then he says, thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature, I'm a slave to the law of sin. So the Apostle Paul is saying, hey, when you become a Christian, you face a battle. It says, but one day before you were a follower of Jesus, you faced the battle you couldn't win. But now as a follower of Jesus, with the Holy Spirit living inside of you, you face a battle that you can't lose. You can't lose. You're going to fight the battle. We're going to continue to, to, to try to push away. And, to, and some days we're going to have victory. Some days we're going to have more victories than others. But there are other days where we're going to fall. We're going to be defeated. But we know, hey, that's not the end of the story. Because one day Christ is coming back and is going to give us the victory from our sin. And on that day, we will be clothed in Christ's righteousness. And we'll be found faultless before the throne of Jesus as long as we put our faith and our trust in him as our, as our king, as our Lord, as our savior. Now, the question I have for us today is, how are we finding more freedom from the things that bind us? How are chains being broken in our lives today? Here, here's one thing that we can do to take more a step towards that freedom. Number one, confess that's, that stuff that you're struggling with, what you're a slave to, share it with somebody. Don't be ashamed of it. Be open and honest with it. In Celebrate Recovery, we have a, a saying that goes like this, that you're only as sick as your secrets. Yeah, you're only as sick as your secrets. When Adam and Eve, when they sinned in the Garden of Eden, what was their first reaction? It was to hide. It was to cover up. They didn't want to come clean. They didn't want to come open. And because of that, you know, Satan was able to, to keep them in slavery. But God says, hey, don't worry. Be open and honest because I can forgive you. But you've got to be open. To that forgiveness. And so if, if you don't have a group of people that can come around you and can support you and you can share a safe place for you to share what you're going through, what you're struggling with, I would encourage you to come to our Celebrate Recovery Ministry. Every Friday night we meet at the end zone from 7 to 9 and, and we learn about how we can take steps closer to recovery and experience more freedom that Jesus bought for us on the cross. 
I've shared this poem before. It's kind of inspired by Paul's words here in Romans chapter 7, but it says this, that two natures beat within my breast. The one is foul, the one is blessed. The one I love, the one I hate, the one I feed will dominate. So what nature are you feeding today? Is it the, the spiritual nature that you have because God's Holy Spirit lives inside of you or is it the flesh nature that, that seeks to make you a slave to your sin? You know, which are you fueling? Which are you feeding? Which are you paying more attention to? Are you, are you spending more time praying and reading God's word, sharing your faith and being in Christian community? Or are you spending more time on the internet where there's temptation or with people that maybe aren't a good influence on you? Just think, which nature are you feeding? You feed the spiritual nature, it'll lead to more freedom and less chains that can bind you. All right, so let me pray for us and ask God to continue to break chains in our lives. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your son Jesus and the freedom that he died in order to give us. God, we pray that this day, that, um, that we would look at our lives um, the way that you see our lives, that, you, that we would see how you love us um, and how because of what your son Jesus did for us, that we are covered by his blood. Um, and so we don't need to, to work to earn that approval. Um, but we can rest in your grace and we can rest in that freedom that you've bought for us. We thank you for that. It's in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.